We're your hosts, Alexa and Melissa. Thanks for joining us. Hello, listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to Midwest Mamas. We know there are lots of podcasts you can choose from, and we really appreciate you joining us today. On today's episode, we chatted with the owner of Bean to Sprout, Sarah Belmore. She is a wife, a mom, and has so much passion for her baby, children's, and women's boutique. Sarah shared with us her journey of starting Bean to Sprout and some of her bright spots and hurdles along the way. And listeners, make sure you listen until the very end because Sarah has something super special for our listeners. Once again, thank you so much for joining us and supporting Midwest Mamas. We hope you enjoy. Well, hi, everyone. We are so excited to bring you today our conversation with Sarah Belmore. Can you say hi, Sarah? Hi. How are you? (laughs) We're good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Good. So Sarah, for our listeners who aren't familiar with you yet, can you just kind of give us a brief background of who you are and what you do? Absolutely. Um, my name is Sarah, and I am the owner of Bean Sprout, which is a children's store in Huntingburg, Indiana, on 4th Street. Um, I am a Michigan girl originally. I was born and raised in Kalamazoo, Michigan. And after I graduated from um, Lori Norks, I went to Big Rapids to Ferris State. I was a bulldog, and I got a degree in marketing retail. And oh. then after my college days, which I lasted eight years in school, I really loved it. I um, <laughs> went out to California and um, got a job there. Just didn't really have a plan after I graduated. A girlfriend was just like, why don't you just come out for a couple of weeks and, you know, take a vacation. And I did. And my life just kind of started unfolding after that. I came home to Kalamazoo. I packed up my car. I drove my Celica out there and um, just started my life. I met my husband, um, right when I moved there and we got married in 2005 wow. and then, um, we had our son, JJ, who is now 13, but he was born in 2008. And when he was born, um, I kind of wanted to get back to my Midwest roots. I loved California. I loved San Francisco, but I wanted more of a base. So okay. we bought here, um, in Southern Indiana and we just kind of went back and forth for a while and, fell in love with the country lifestyle, the slower pace. And then we moved and we're just kind of back to the roots. I have two siblings. I have a sister, Addie, who's in Washington, DC, and she's having her first baby. And then, yeah, I'm pretty excited. And then my brother is um, Greg and he lives in New York. And then my mom was between Florida and um, Michigan. So I still get to go up there. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. Yeah, you guys are all spread out. But it's all Yeah, that's so fun. And what, because you said you're in Huntington now. Huntingburg. Huntingburg. Uh huh, which is right like outside of Jasper. And it's about, I would say, a half hour from Evansville, north of Evansville. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, right there. Okay. And how did you choose? Because you said you wanted like the slower pace. So how did you choose that town in particular? Well, we originally, like our whole um, game plan and move and everything was originally in Ireland, Indiana. That's where we opened um, originally, but we moved to Huntingburg about two years ago and it was just an opportunity, the community, the storefront, the space. So it was just, 
I'm a big sign person. Like I look for signs for things and it just, everything was kind of pulling me here. It's about oh. 20 minutes from where I live. And Oh, that's so nice. That is felt nice. The place. Yeah. Oh. So tell us about Bean to Sprout. What, what is it and what inspired you to start this uh, boutique? Um, Bean to Sprout is kind of, it's Bean to Sprout was inspired or changed from me becoming a mom. So when I got pregnant, I was so excited. It took us about three years. We were trying and, um, I was just ready. I had read all the books. I had read, um, you know, all the best gear. Like I was just going to rock this motherhood. Yeah. <laughs> I had JJ and I couldn't rock it. I had postpartum depression so bad. Mm. I just couldn't get myself together. So, um, I, you know, went back and forth and with the help of my husband and my family and stuff, I went through therapy and, you know, kind of got everything together. And then when I started like seeing the light, I was like, I would love a space for mothers to like, no one talked about it when I was going through that stuff. Like, you know, it was always the good stuff and it was always the like, oh, it's the best time of your life and everything. And it was just real. The struggle was real. So when I started, um, head above water, I was really fortunate because I've always had like a marketing retail sales job and I was able to do my job in San Francisco three days a week, but it would count like as five. So I had those two days that I was kind of becoming a mom and I just was talking with other mothers and they had the same, same struggle. So when we decided to um, move here, I was just telling my husband, I was like, I would love a spot where women could just come and catch their breath. And just talk about real stuff with their friends. And I would love for every kid to have an opportunity to have what our child had, regardless of their, their income. And I wanted a place where moms could also create, like, I am a check the list would like to control, like I get fulfillment from creating and doing my job. And a lot of moms don't have that outlet because they're, they're drowning. So we were coming back from a road trip and I was just telling my husband like all these things and he was like, why don't you just open it? And I was like, what would we call it? And he's like, being to sprout. And I was like, oh, and we were getting ready to go back to um, California because we were just here for a visit. And then that next week, all these signs started appearing. So it was like, I went into one of our favorite stores and the store was moving. She was going to the square in Jasper and it was just like one sign after another. And so my husband and I just talked about it and we did it. And when we opened the doors that day, we're a totally different business than we were then, but it was something for me to give back to local moms, to local kids and to the community. So that was kind of where it started. It started from a really dark place, but ended up being the best. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and I think you touched on a important part where so many people, when they have a baby, they highlight all the good parts. And like you said, like, oh, it's amazing. And you're going to be in so in love, which is true. You know, like, yes, mm-hmm. you have that love for your child. But I remember with my first um, just randomly crying and getting those baby blues after and just like, what's wrong with me? Like, because no one had really like prepared me for that. And it was just really eye opening and scary, you know, like when you don't know why, you know, and so I think that's something that needs to be talked about more, you know, because of just, I think kind of not the shame, but just the, it's just not talked about a lot. 
And it's such a balance. Like, you know, us women, like we're just, we have to balance so much. A wife, a mother, our jobs, our own, you know, self. It's just a mm-hmm. big balance. It is. Mm-hmm. Well, that's amazing though, that you started that, you know, and like that you said, like from darkness to light, like how beautiful and like what a testimony and um, just, I think it's just a nice reminder, you know, like that you are going to be able to relate to so many moms then through that, you know, through your experience and um, just, that's so cool. And so what are some of the items that you sell at being to sprout and do you change them seasonally or is it like, like you said, it's different now from than what it was. Yes, we definitely, when we first opened, um, we sold a wide variety of things. We've always sold a lot of local. So we have a lot of locally made items in here that moms, um, mostly women, we would, of course would love more men, but we have a lot of women who, who um, they make hair bows, they make bow ties, um, shirts, I mean, wonderful seamstress who sew outfits. So we sell a lot of locally Indiana made items. Um, we also sell like Melissa and Doug, um, Burt's Bees, and it kind of changes throughout the year. Like this year, we sold a ton of Burt's Bees PJs at Christmas because no one was going anywhere. Yeah. You know, our dresses and kind of the dressier stuff wasn't as popular. Right yeah. now, we have a ton of Easter basket fillers that are fun and educational. Oh. In the summer, we're really close to Holiday World. It's only about 20 minutes up the road. So we yeah. sell swimsuits and sunglasses and pool accessories and stuff oh, so, so constantly changing it yeah yeah what would you say is one of your best selling items um I feel like everything is I feel like everything that we <laughs> or like for the store is just I'm trying to look around and kind of see but we have such a wide variety and such a good assortment that everything Sells. And when we moved here to our new location, we developed a new area for women because a lot of ladies come in here and of course you don't spend money on yourself like you do your kids. Yeah. So we have a little women's corner now that we um, have that they can get a t-shirt or a dress and really good price point. And that has really taken off too, like just more stuff for, for ladies young, old, all different. We start at size zero and we go to three X. So we have a good, a good variety for sure. That's awesome. And yeah, I was looking at your website and it was like, there's a lot of like, not like random stuff, but there was just like a lot of different areas, you know, accessories and kids stuff and baby stuff and adult stuff. Like, (laughs) yeah, so cool. And so you mentioned kind of about how, like, when you started, like, you wanted to give back. And so um, just back to the community, like, supporting those local artisans and um, kids. And so is that something you still do with your business? Can you talk about that? Yes, community is really, really big for us. Um, we, and eventually, I would love for being Sprout to become a 501c3 all in its own and to be able to grow and get back to the community, but all in good time. But yeah. um, <laughs> we do a lot of um, local organizations that are like right here. Fostering is really big. My husband and I have fostered. So we do a lot with the local foster agencies, giving clothes. Um, we make sure all kids have um, back to school 
outfits. Um, Christmas time, especially this year, we had a ton of community support come in and we um, sponsored like eight families with everything they needed. Mm -hmm. Um, We're just anything that's in the area too. We have a local daycare called a kid's place and we'll do nights out with moms and have wine and stuff and give back portions to the school. Um, We offer special toys and stuff. So community support's a really big thing for us that we'll always have to keep in our mission. Yeah. And you said you fostered before. Yes. How many kids have you fostered? Um, we had two kids with us for about two years. Um, yeah, it was, it was a good run and I'm really happy we did it, but, um, yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah. And I'll hold a special, a whole special place for sure. And I'm on the board of some of the fostering organizations around here. So I try to kind of serve. I love serving. It's like one of my favorite things to do. So I, Keep that going, but we haven't taken a placement in a while. Yes. Maybe. I think Melissa can relate to that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what- I recorded so I can say it, but the system just kind of beat me down. Like I just, I just kind of vocal. So yes, it, I would straight yeah. Being a foster parent is very, very challenging and yeah. takes a lot of I don't even know patience and love and whoo. So we do you have Lisa? Oh, what are you? Do you foster? Do you have fosters? We we did. We did. We aren't right now, and we're on a good long break. So (laughs) (laughs) it's I'm with you. We're like my heart is for it, and you know, like I'm a strong advocate. Like the especially here in Indiana, like there's such a huge need. Um, but we just, after our last placement, we're like, we need a break, you know, like it was just very evident to both of us that we want to continue to help, but just not in this, how we were doing it with having a child in our home. So yeah, yeah, it's a lot. My case was up in Marion County. So I spent a lot of time in that court. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe we know some of the same DCS. (laughs) people <laughs> so but it's it's just something I still I know I can't serve that way it was affecting my family directly too much but we're serving in other ways but yeah honestly, last year we helped um the humane society we raised eight hundred dollars oh. them so we'll help whoever we can and I'm a huge sucker for sports so okay. if a little ask me or something I'm I'll always do it but I don't know well Sarah Mm -hmm. That's amazing. So what are some of the challenges um, that you've had being a small business owner? Um, I think I have probably made every mistake that you could possibly make. So (laughs) um, I feel like some of my top ones that kind of are with me all the time is developing a really good team. Um, I'm in a really good place right now. I have a mate. I work with amazing ladies. But it's um, just finding, like, there's only so many of us and you just have to, I don't know, it's just finding good people who support your mission. And when you come into being disproud, I want it to be an experience for you. I just don't want someone who's standing behind the register just going to help you. 
it's like an experience for your kids. We used to have a play area where the kids could play. Um, we cannot have that anymore now due to COVID, but just an experience and having someone who like feels your dream the way you do. And with you have it, like everyone who I work with, I want them to feel like being just proud is part of them. And it's not just a job. Mm. So a team. So I feel like finding a good team has been hard. Um, like I said, I'm very lucky right now, especially with Nikki, who I have, she has, um, helped me tremendously. She's very good with technology and stuff. So that's another area that's a challenge for me. I feel like technology is constantly changing up with it. Like, um, we had an event here the other night and someone was talking about, um, Instagram and they were like, you have got to put the hashtags in the comments to get more searches and like doing all this stuff. And I was like, I don't, I don't market that way. Like I just, it's such a game and such a, yes. And so that has been kind of tough to me for me. Cause I just kind of do everything just what I'm feeling. Like I don't, mm-hmm. so technology is kind of hard. And I think the last big challenge for me has been taking feedback. So like I heard on our website and that is new for us due due to COVID. And um, it's just a mess. Like we have have so much stuff we have to work on with it and so much stuff I'm learning through the technology. And finally I had some tough questions. I was like, why is this not working or why aren't we getting the return here? So you ask people and they tell you the truth and you have to be able to take that yeah not have your ego and you're like well you don't understand you know what I've Mm -hmm. it's perfect so it's like (laughs) putting that stuff in perspective and being able to take constructive criticism Mm -hmm. and know for the best of your business and grow with it because that's how I grow Mm. you know Mm -hmm. I, I think that those kind of have been challenges for me um and I'm just learning every day from it still, but. Well, and I think a lot of people could probably relate to the constructive criticism, you know, like where you, your first instinct might be like, you don't know me. Like, you know, like with us, like being teachers, like if a parent says something like, you don't know, like what, you know, like you don't want to take offense, like you were saying, but it's just finding that balance. And so what Sarah, having this business now and how long have you had been to Sprout? We just turned eight last on the 16th or the 13th, the 13th. So eight years. That's amazing. So that is amazing. Something that you've learned about yourself now that you're a business owner. I mean, and for eight years, that's a long time. So what's something about yourself, maybe that you're surprised about, or you're proud Um, I think what I have learned, like every day I'm still learning, like that is something I strive for every day. I never get, um, complacent. I always wanted to learn, like doing this podcast is new for me and stepping out of the box. And we're talking about doing a live, which I've never done before. So I'm trying to learn about stuff like that. Um, but one thing I have learned is especially like working with the ladies that I do and the coat, the people I have on the street with me, um, like other businesses is that it really takes a good tribe. It takes really good women or men, but in my case, it's been, um, like the women who I work with on this block, uh, um, my fellow business owners and stuff, it takes them 
him, you know, being real and us, like we don't, they're in my corner and they, they understand the language of, of this gig, like what we're doing. So we can be honest and vulnerable. And I think that's a big thing I've learned is that it's okay to say, I did this marketing campaign and, oh my gosh, I'm practically paying people to take my stuff because it worked <laughs> the opposite of what I thought or, yeah. you know what I mean? Or no one yeah. showed up or, um, and my husband's great and I can talk to him about it and your family, but th- they don't speak the same language. Like these ladies and my, my group of girls, we talk about the PPP, you know, loans and grants. We talk about what we see at market and what we think mm-hmm. would look good the other stores um we talk about what works and when we're we celebrate the successes and we are there to build each other up when you know the going gets tough and you're like oh my gosh I'm ready to close my doors Mm -hmm. um we talk about marketing and just different things and I think through um everything is you just have to really have a good foundation someone who pushes you someone who you motivate like some of these ladies will have better sales days than I have during an event and I'm extremely happy for them, but it pushes me. Cause I'm like, I know it's, I can do better. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I just think that you, you just have to have someone who kind of knows what you're doing and that you can count on. And that is a f- strong, strong foundation. So I love that. And it does take a village for anything. And when you have people around you who support you, it makes all the difference. It does. And those, like when COVID hit, um, one of the ladies who was just in here with me, we had to sit down and look at different ways for marketing. And it was just like, I never would have thought of those things. And they were genius. Yeah. And it's, just have to sometimes just, I don't know, have that good foundation to fall back on. Yeah. So you kind of touched on this, you know, having people to support you, but what other advice would you give someone who is um, thinking about starting their own business or are they're in the process right now? What advice would you give them? Run. (laughs) (laughs) About teaching. No. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Um, I would tell them to, I would honestly just tell them to start small but start, just start doing, um, you know, just throw some spaghetti at the wall and just see what sticks. Um, you have to trust yourself. Um, there's never going to be, cause I hear it all the time, even sometimes with myself, like, Oh, I'll do it when I have enough money wow. or my kids get older or yeah. I'll do it when, um, I don't know. There's just whatever you're saying, you're going to fill in the blank with just, just forego that because whatever passion and desire you have to do what you're feeling called to do. Like, I felt like this was a calling to me to help. And I just feel like if you follow that, you just have to unleash it a little and trust where it's going to go and where it takes you and build from there. You just have to do you like you do you, but start something just however little it is just start. Well, and since we are in the midst of, you know, a pandemic still, (laughs) how has life been just for you and your family and your business during the pandemic? Um, we have been extremely fortunate. I definitely have not been like, I've I'm not a teacher. So like the virtual learning has been a little tough for me, (laughs) but um, 
to be honest, it, we have, it's kind of gotten me back to basics. We real none of us have gotten sick and so I'm very grateful for all of that. Um, yeah. My husband was job our store was closed for a short time but so many people were amazing and got gift cards and did curbside um pickups um I mean but it's like it's humbled me and it got me back to the basics of a lot of things and it restructured our business plan it caused us men a lot of new things that I probably never would have if I was made more aware of it um and like I was telling you earlier, really, really affected like our marketing. We had to think outside the box. The windows and stuff that we have here, we um, decorated them with mannequins and put little numbers on each mannequin because there were so many people who would just take walks to walk the street and um, they would look. We had a little note, like if you see something, just message us or call us and shop, window shop, just shop through the window. And it worked. Like That's a they great just, idea. They, um, outfit 10, what sizes do you have it in? Can you ship it to me, deliver it, or, or I'll do store pickup, you know, curbside. And so it was stuff like that, that kind of got us back. We got a new, our website has been changed and we're working on that. Um, but it also has shown me that I'm never going to take an opportunity for granted again, like mm. a sale, the door, or, um, me just being able to go to work yeah. and, or, my kid just being able to go to school and me thinking, oh my gosh, I'm going to get so much done because JJ is at school. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just grabbing a quick lunch with a friend or, you know, our restaurants were shut down and it was tough because I didn't realize how to get out. So it just kind of taught me to slow down and get back to basics really. And we've been very fortunate. Our community was able to have our big Christmas stroll in November um, we got it in right before the, the guidelines changed for, um, oh, okay. and, um, it was a lifesaver and people came out for it and we shut our street down so that you could like walk in the street and social distance and oh, it made, so it made all the difference. So I know we're almost into March, which I can't believe it. This year has flown by. Um, do you have any resolutions for this year or do you usually, do you typically make resolutions for the new year? Um, I used to, they were always kind of the same. The (laughs) last two years I'm using more like words. So, um, in 2019, my word was space. And so I was trying to like declutter and Mm. uh, create space and stuff. And We need work with that still. (laughs) (laughs) Don't we all? (laughs) Um, But this year I have added um, for 2021, like quality, because I have such a good foundation with so many things, but I want to dig into them. Mm. So instead of trying to do a lot everywhere, I just, I'm kind of focusing it more on two or three things and just doing them a lot better. Yeah. Great idea. Yeah. And so, and kind of going along with that, just looking ahead to 2021, what do you have any goals for your store, your business? And you talked about how you're like working on updating the website and that that's something that you're continuing, but is there anything else for Bean to Sprout that's going to be new or that you're thinking about changing? Um, last year, we started our own clothing line. So we've oh. started... 
Yeah, we um, we started making our own clothing. Amazing. Yeah, it's been fun, but I've made a lot of mistakes with that. (laughs) But um, this year, I'm really digging deeper into it. I've gotten um, like little fabric boxes that show you all the samples of the fabric so I can start learning when I'm ordering. And um, I work with an amazing local lady who sews for us. So um, we're developing, it's called the Bean to Sprout Collection. So our goal is to really expand the boys line. Um, we're really working Thank on getting <laughs> and just, you know, just stuff. Cause like Burt's Bees and Rugged Butts, they all have wonderful boy clothes, but they only go so big. Yes. Yeah. So that's a big thing that um, we're going to work on different designs and just taking the time to dig deeper into it. And then the other one too is our e-commerce site, um, just making it cleaner and easier to, to kind of navigate and promote. So I'm going to try a little marketing classes and get that going. But those are two of my biggest things that I'm working on. Yeah, I love that. Well, and I, I was on your website the other day and I felt like it was easy, like <laughs> navigating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, who is um, someone that you're following right now? Or um, do you have anyone that's like influenced you that a social media media influencer or an author that you're following these days that you would recommend? Um, well, I love you guys. I have definitely oh. listened to um, some of your podcasts and the little, little lady in the um, trailer with the hats. She's oh, yeah. The- oh, yeah. yeah. My head. But um, um, I love Brooke, yeah. Brooke. Be happy, yes. Be yeah. happy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love podcasts. I don't listen to professional podcasts as much as I listen to personal, and I just kind of feel it overlaps. Um, I am a huge fan of Gretchen Rubin, so I'm doing her Happiness Project experience. Okay. Uh, okay yeah. So each month she'll send us a topic, and um, I definitely play off of who she sends and listen. I listen to those podcasts. Um, when I lived in California, I crossed paths with a lady named Michelle Long and she developed like a practice out there. And um, I will soak anything she's promoting up. Like I do every class, meditation, um, whatever she offers. I love following her. And then um, I'm a big fan of Jen Hatmaker too. I love her series. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, those She's are probably, a good one. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, and Sarah, we're so thankful for you and for your time and your willingness to talk to us about things. And so as we wrap up this combo, something we always like to ask our guests is how do you unwind after a busy day? Um, I don't, I unwind, I think just by being, I love to, um, be outside. I love to be with my family. I love it when my son, we uh, will go for a walk or we can have a bonfire. I love to drink wine. Um, I think I truly unwind the most during the, um, like the summer and the spring. I love baseball. I love, I love, um, anything that has to involve being in my my son's life so like when I have to do carpool that like reach um like revitalizes me like I love listening to him and his friends talk and banter 
um, I just love laughing. So I feel like when I'm like with him and with during baseball with my husband, it's like we're together all day and just like hanging out. There aren't any cares in the world and we're with good people. And I think I just kind of get recharged doing that type of stuff. You know, yeah. I'm not, I like massages and I like facials and I like stuff like that, but I just love being outside and just mm-hmm. kind of laughing. I love being a mom. So yeah. That's I don't wonderful. know. Well, and <laughs> what'd you say? No one, everyone's like, you want to do the pickup? I'm like, yes, I would love to do the pickup. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. They probably yeah. are like, good, Sarah will do it. <laughs> Whatever JJ's doing, we're on that team. Sarah will do it. That's funny. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, for taking time out of your day and sharing your story. And we're so excited to support you and, yeah. and share you on um, our platform. Where can our listeners follow you? Uh, we are beingdisproud.com. So that's probably the easiest. We have an Instagram, Facebook, um, Etsy, eBay. But if they go to beingdisproud.com, it will link them to all those okay. um, spots. And I also have a gift for your listeners, if that's okay for... Oh, what? <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah. If they just use the code Midwest um, at checkout on the website, or if, I mean... Anybody who's local, like in Huntingburg or this area, if you guys are ever in the area, please stop in. But if you're local too, you're more than welcome to come in and use the same code and you will get 30% off your purchase. Wow. That is an awesome deal. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't either. (laughs) (laughs) Grateful for you guys doing this for me. And um, I think our community down here is great. And I think that if people you know, just want to come check it out. I'd like to reward them. So. Yeah. Well, and we love supporting local. And I think mm-hmm. when we can hear kind of like you were saying, like with Brooke, with her hats, like when we can hear behind the scenes and like, um, it just makes a difference. Like it just makes you think twice about where you're shopping and where you're spending your money. Yes. And that's been an amazing thing with this pandemic is that so many more people are trying to support local. Yeah. Which nice and small businesses and what you guys are doing to promote it and get it out there makes a world of difference too yeah well thank you for that so the code is midwest Uh uh-huh just a one word um and you just if you're online you would just go to the whole checkout process and then at the very end it'll ask for a code and it's activated so you're more than welcome to use it just put it in there and there's two um you can either pick ship to or store pickup so if you're local and you're listening online um you could do that or if you're walking the street and you want to pop in just use the same code awesome well thank you so much that's so nice of you what a nice surprise Well, good. I'm glad it's okay. I was like, I should have emailed and asked, but I wasn't sure. No. Oh my goodness. No, that's amazing. And we're excited to support you and to, yeah, support your business and being to sprout. So, well, thank you, Sarah. Thank you so much. And we are excited to support you and to follow you and just your journey and excited to see some more boys clothes come out so that I can get them for my kids. <laughs> what about your boys? Well, I was going to tell you, so Sawyer will be seven and Lincoln's four will be four. Perfect. Okay. Okay. I'm going to hold you to it. (laughs) And that's the thing, like you were saying, like, I feel like there's so many 
cute younger boys clothes but then they like by like four then it kind of just switches over where I'm like you know like I just haven't found a size for my older that I like love you know where I feel like it's good quality cute you know oh I do yes and you don't want to dress up with you know a lot of the clothes that rugged butts and stuff have they're just dressier and that's what wear every day so exactly like we just got them some nice pants not too long ago and I mean they were just filthy later on and we're just like what like you know because they're boys but so yeah yeah. (laughs) well I will keep you in the loop for sure okay well thank you so much Sarah we appreciate you and we hope you have a great week (laughs) thank you you too I really appreciate your time thank you bye Sarah we'll see you guys later bye Wow. Thank you so much, Sarah, for sharing your story and opening up your doors to us. We are so excited to support you and your boutique. And remember, listeners, Sarah is being so generous to offer us all a 30% discount to Bean to Sprout just by using the code Midwest. Melissa and I have already purchased from Sarah, and we are so pleased with our purchases. And the packaging was super cute. Once again, please make sure to check out Bean to Sprout by visiting their website, beantosprout.com and by following them on social media at Bean to Sprout. Thank you, Sarah, so much for your kindness and, and your encouragement, and we can't wait to spread the word about Bean to Sprout. Thank you again, listeners, and we hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.